You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javano Kelly live from Seattle, Washington, USA. Greetings, greetings beautiful people. My name is Simon Javan Okelo. I hope you are all doing great. I am in Seattle, Washington, and uh, I know that we are live across multiple platforms, but I'm really, really excited to introduce my guest today. Uh, we are really privileged to be hosting Chulu Chansa, who is an incredible leader and uh, the founder of Africana Woman is joining us for today's conversation here in the African Father in America podcast. Chulu, how are you? Just say hi to everyone watching the show before we continue. Hi, everybody. I hope everybody's having a fantastic week. I'm so excited to be here. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you. I am really privileged uh, that you're here. You know, you're one of those leaders that everybody wants to have a few minutes with. And uh, I really uh, commend you for all the amazing work that you do. Uh, and I've really never hosted a guest from Zambia for the show. So you are, I know you are, you have many fasts, you know, you are, a, you, you break many, uh, you know, many, many doors and many barriers. And this seems to be one of those barriers. So uh, for those who are joining us for the first time here in the African Father in America podcast, we produce a show where we ground ourselves on African proverbs and ancestral African wisdom. So every day at the beginning of the show, we share a new African proverb with the hopes that you learn something from it, you gain some wisdom from it. So today we have a beautiful proverb from the Ashanti community in West Africa. I'll share it in just a second. Uh, before I do that, I want to share with you uh, a little something about the Madaraka Festival. Uh, I'm really, really excited about the Madaraka Festival that uh, is happening on May 16th in New York. May 21st in da in Atlanta, May 21st in Atlanta and May 24th in Dallas and then May 26th the grand finale in Seattle, Washington. So grab your tickets at madarakafestival.com. This year's festival is headlined by Kenya's own Sauti Soul, uh, King Kaka also from Kenya and also the uh, Grammy nominated Eddie Kenzo from Uganda. And we also have a plethora of amazing artists from Africa and the rest of the African diaspora. So uh, go to madarakafestival.com and uh, grab your ticket. Grab your ticket. They are going away very, very fast. So um, I'm here with Chulu. And uh, Chulu is a well, well accomplished lady who is going to share with us incredible stories about herself. But first, our proverb for the day says that if you are hiding don't light a fire if you are hiding do not light a fire share with me in the comments what this proverb brings up for you what do you think this proverb means share with me in the comments and also um i want to share three nuggets of wisdom related to this proverb and then we will hear from chulu chancer uh in regards to this proverb you know we'll hear what uh, this proverb means for Chulu. So first, the first nugget of wisdom here says that being true to yourself and your values 
can help you live a fulfilling life. Um, being truthful to yourself and your values can help you live a fulfilling life, you know. It just lightens the load for you, you know. Uh, it makes life easier for you. You have less worries and less skeletons in the, in the closet uh, because you, you know that you're honest to yourself, you know. Um, number two, protecting, uh, pretending to be someone you are not can lead to feelings of emptiness and loneliness. This is very, very prevalent, especially in this era of social media, in this era of TikTok where everybody wants to be somebody, you know? Everybody looks up to, to creators uh, or politicians or influencers uh, or characters in movies that they are not... Uh, they, 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 it takes you so much it takes you so far away from who you really are, you know? Uh, so pay attention to that. That's what this proverb is telling us. And then finally, authenticity can inspire others and lead to more meaningful connections, you know? You know, there are those friends, there are those family members that are so authentic that they, they do push away some people, but then they draw the right people around them, you know? And, uh, you know, you should, you should aspire to be one of those people <laughs> that are so authentic and are so real that you don't have many friends, but you have real friends, you know. So uh, those are our three nuggets of wisdom in relation to today's proverb from the Ashanti community. And it says, if you are hiding, don't light a fire. Chulu, what do you think about this proverb? Yeah, well, you know, when you think of proverbs and you're thinking about them um, in the context of the time that they they came about, um, I would imagine, you know, um, either, let's say, tribes are at war or, you know, such situations. So obviously, if you're in hiding, you don't want to bring any attention to yourself, right? Um, I think putting it into application in present day, what comes up for me is um, I work a lot with uh, entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs, right? And I think when people start, um, when you have an idea, sometimes it's, it's very um, tempting to, to want to share it with everybody. Right. And I think that, you know, there are times, especially when you're when you're just birthing something, it needs to be hidden first. You know, you're only going to show it to select few. You know, you're only going to get a bit of wisdom from a few people, but it doesn't need to be out there uh, all over social media just yet. At least develop it, develop the idea, you know, set the foundation and then you can bring yourself out into the light. I love that. I love that. Yeah, because the moment uh, the the cat is out of the bag, if I may use that, uh, you can't take it back. You know, uh, in Kiswahili we say that maziwa ya kimwagika hayazoleki, which means that once the milk has been uh, dumped, you can't recover it. You know, it's gone. You know, and uh, I love I love your perspective on this. Uh, for those who are joining us, uh, this is a beautiful conversation with Chulu Chansa, whose superpower is creating safe spaces for uncomfortable conversations. And uh, this is amongst diverse groups of people. Chulu was born in Zambia 
and uh, has been educated in over three continents and is uh, fluent in diversity and equity and inclusion and these are these are matters that are very critical especially in in this time where we are a global village you know um so chulu is also the founder of and ceo of africana woman chulu a lot of the time i ask my guests uh, to share a childhood story something that happened when you are 8 to 16 that truly continues to inspire who you are today you know um as a leader and when you look at your background you know you are a devis scholar you've been a yali south africa fellow southern africa fellow founder of exceptional youth zambia you founded so many things you know but all of this started from somewhere you know and for me personally i always tell people about uh the story of when my mother gave me a bicycle i was eight at that time uh to help her distribute milk and bread in our community you know and since then i feel that i've always i've always been finding solutions to problems but also figuring out how that process can allow me to earn a living make some money but also connect with people in the community build community and uh and transform our lives you know I want you to share with us something similar that continues to inspire who you are as a leader. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, when I was a baby, I think um probably less than a year, um uh, my my family pierced my ears. And then as a child, I got so irritated so I ripped them off and then I developed keloids. So, if you're not familiar with keloids, it's an basically a, an external scar. Okay so most of the times when you get a scar it will heal you don't see anything but keloids they tend to grow so it's kind of like you have these natural earrings that start to grow right <laughs> um and i had that um from about 0 years to maybe about 8 years old and then um my mother saw that they were growing they were like growing too much and she didn't want that wanted to affect my standard of living or you know getting bullied or anything like that so she decided to make a plan and um so she said okay i need to find somebody who can operate take them off she found somebody and then um but then the person wasn't in zambia they were in zimbabwe so now she had to raise money to take me to another country to do the surgery so she decided to um to host an event and it was a um a model a fashion show and she brought in different singers much like what you are doing hey <laughs> so she brought in you know the the biggest singers of that time and then um you know had a whole um fundraising event um people were pledging different things like um my flight tickets to go to zimbabwe and things like that and i think um from that uh and i did go for the uh i did go for the surgery and as you can see i don't have natural earrings but i think what inspired me most about that particular uh, that particular um thing my mother did for me was one how she garnered the community to you know work together for a common cause and and just being resourceful as a woman as um you know as a mother and not giving up i think that's something that i have taken with me and i do a lot of events 
<laughs> I'm currently organizing a podcast tour for the Africana Women podcast. And it's it's really amazing how it's come up just like this, where, you know, I said, guys, I'd like to do a podcast tour. And the women in my community were so helpful in making sure that things were being put in place. And it really just reminds me of how that event happened and how this one has come about. I love that. I love that. Are you going to tour the US with the Africana Woman podcast? <laughs> one day, one day. Right now yeah. we're just starting with Zambia. So yeah. it's a two city tour. We're yeah. going to Lusaka, Kabwe and Kitwe. So yeah, very excited. Yeah, man. Uh, include include the US in your future tour. Include Kenya in your future tour. And, yes, uh, I have yeah. to go to Kenya. You won't believe I have so many um, connections and people in the community who are from Kenya. And I always say Kenya is calling me. I just need to get there one day. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, we share a lot in common when it comes to uh, event production and, and community building and, and just being in the community and doing work in the community. Uh, I love that. I love that. And now that you are a uh, a podcaster i want you to i want you to look at what you do with african uh, africana woman uh, look at your podcast look at the the work you do with dei diversity um equity and inclusion but also look at your experiences with yali southern africa look at your experiences with uh, you know um the youth in zambia uh anc uh, see, 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 you know, the work you've done as a representative in the United uh, United World Colleges, International Council, all of this amazing work that you've been doing, including being a wedding cake designer, you know, <laughs> you, you must have a sweet tooth like me. When I see yes, cookies or sweet things, <laughs> I can't control myself. Anyhow, so when you look back, you know, uh, what is it that makes you most proud that you want everyone watching to know you for you know uh, of everything you do what is it that uh, you'd be sitting around the fire one day as a as an elder and telling your 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 little community of uh, of children or grandchildren or great grandchildren that you know in 2023 on 20th april I was talking to this guy called Simon on his podcast, and this is what I told him that I was most proud about. <laughs> yeah, I think what I am most proud about is saying yes to my dream. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, we are given a dream, we're given a vision, but we get scared, we punk out. We, we come up with so many excuses. No, the kids are still in school. No, it's not the right time. No, I don't have money. No, I don't, you know, all different types of excuses. But I think, um, you know, in 2019, uh, I had to make a, a very difficult decision. At that time, I had a very successful um, wedding cake business. I also, um, you know, was working in a, a very good job, but I wasn't satisfied. I wasn't fulfilled because I wasn't operating in my purpose, right? And first of all, I had to realize that what I was doing was not fulfilling. <laughs> and then I had to say, okay, now that I know what the problem is, because I was depressed. Now that I know what the problem is, what am I going to do? 
And um, I went on this journey and I discovered that I really, really wanted to empower African women and, you know, build community. And I, I mean, you know, it's a, it was a total pivot from what I was doing. So to make the decision to say yes to that dream was very difficult. There was a lot of tears involved, <laughs> but I decided to do it. And two years later, I, I tell you, I am so, so happy. I'm so proud of the community that we're building as Africana women. I am so proud of the impact, the lives that are being changed, the transformation that is happening because of the women who have come through our program. And, you know, it's, it's just amazing. And I mean, literally, if I had not said yes, I, when I look at the women whose lives have been impacted now, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. I love that. One thing you said at the beginning of uh, your response is saying yes to your dream and how scary it can be, you know, uh, and, and that's so true. That's so true also for me. But I also think it's true for a lot of people who are listening and watching our conversation today. Uh, and I just love that uh, in regards to you know your response uh i want you to think about your favorite episode of the africana woman podcast i want you to talk about it for a moment uh for now i just want to thank everyone who is joining us here for the african father in america podcast today is a really really special uh you know episode and a special occasion here with incredible chulu chansa who is uh, i would say one of the african super women of our time you know uh, every 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 generation has women that deserve to be celebrated, and I feel that you're one of those women uh, that deserve to be celebrated. Um, if you're joining us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to my channel and give this video a thumbs up. But if you're joining us on TikTok or uh, oh, actually TikTok, if you're joining us on TikTok, make sure you share this live and also double tap the screen so that I know that you're there. Uh, and also comment, you know, whether you're on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, or Twitter, make sure you comment in the comment section so that we know that you are engaging with our conversation today. And also, if you're joining us and you don't know what the proverb for today is, it's from the Ashanti community. And it says that if you are hiding, don't light a fire. If you are hiding, do not light a fire. I shared the three nuggets of wisdom related to this. And also, we learned a little something about this proverb from Chulu. But now, you know, uh, Chulu, you, you, I want you to talk about your favorite episode. But also, we have amazing people who are watching who probably just want to support you. They don't want to hear anything. They're just saying she's amazing. And I want to know how I can donate to her organization. I want to know how I can buy something that she's selling they just want to support where can they go and uh what are your social media handles so that they can stay connected yeah absolutely so um it's very easy to find us it's africana so at the end of african add an a africana woman so the website is africanawoman.com um on all social media platforms instagram facebook twitter um linkedin africana woman that's all you have to search and once you go to any of those platforms our world opens up to you that's fantastic your favorite uh 
episode of the Africana Woman. Uh, uh, first of all, what inspired your podcast? You know, uh, what inspired your podcast and what is your favorite episode? <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't get interviewed as much as a podcaster. So I take advantage uh, when I have a podcaster on my show because I know the blood, sweat and tears that it actually takes to even be a podcaster. Being a podcaster is also like a photographer. A lot of photographers mm-hmm. are always behind the camera. They're just taking pictures. But when are their pictures going to be taken? So it's the time for you to have your pictures taken. <laughs> That's so true. I'm so used to asking the questions. So yes, we have um, a podcast which is called Africana Woman. It's an award-winning podcast. Last year, it won the best society and culture podcast in um, Africa from APVA. So that was a very, very proud moment. Now, when I was starting um, the podcast, when <laughs> it's actually funny, I did a talk um, which was called The Power of African Women, Past, Present, and Future. And um, when we came to the Q&A section, somebody asked me like, oh, are you going to document women's stories? And at the time I laughed. I was like, ah, no, no way. <laughs> but I guess that was a seed that was planted. So the reason why the podcast, I believe that the podcast is so necessary is one, our history books are so terrible at telling the story of African women, right? Even when you look at the word of history, history is literally his story. You know, it's his story, it's about men, and it's written by men, which means that we need to take control of the narrative and make sure that at least for this generation, we will not be forgotten. That's the first one. Then the second reason is because I believe that, um, you know, (laughs) I think in Africa, you know, we live in a society where there's a lot of, uh, oh, let's empower women. And most of the time we're talking about women in rural areas, right? Um, But there's not really anything that's catering to the urban woman. So then she gets educated. She, um, you know, she gets the job like, you know, she's been told. But then for some reason, things are not making sense right she's living hand to mouth because there's no financial literacy uh she hasn't been taught that um she finds herself in an abusive land an abusive relationship but because um everyone would look at her like oh you're educated and you've got such a good job how can you get yourself in such a relationship you know and then we tend to think that oh i'm the only one that's going through that but that's not true so we tell stories of women, African women on the continent and in the diaspora. And they tell us, you know, their highs, their lows. But for the listener, what I really want for them to know is that they're not alone. And if they just take that one step, they can find help. So that's the second reason. Yeah. Uh, Can I go into my favorite episode? I would love that. I would love that. <laughs> All right. So my favorite episode, well, I've got a lot. I, I think when you listen to the the podcast, you usually hear me say, oh my God, I love this episode. But um, <laughs> uh, my favorite, one of my favorites is by, is a conversation I had with Marianne. Marianne is the, um, the only black female hotelier 
hotel owner in Marrakesh, Morocco. And she is, um, her father, I believe, is from another West African country. Um, and then they moved to France and, you know, her mom is of West Indies descent. And um, yeah, and then, you know, she tried to be an architect in, uh, in, in France, but then they told her no. So then an opportunity came, she became a lawyer. Then an opportunity came up for her to go to um, Marrakesh and, you know, do a house for her family, which she did. And there, that's where she just stepped into her passion for art and architecture. And she's built this beautiful hotel that is just got all these custom pieces. She works with different artisans and, you know, um, preserving the, um, the artwork, the, the craftsmanship that, you know, has been passed down from generation to generation. And it's just, it's really such an inspiring story because a lot of times people will tell you, you know, it's in your heart that I'm meant to do this. This is who I am. But then systems or, you know, people will, will speak on you and, and tell you that you can't do it. But when it is just who you are, it will eventually find you in the end. So I, I absolutely love that story. Yeah, And the exciting story. thing is we are, um, as Africana women, we are going to, uh, we have a retreat and we're going to Marrakesh. So we are going to visit her hotel. So I'm very excited about that. That's incredible. Uh, well, it's only Africana women listeners or Africana, is there a membership model to the Africana women movement? Ah, that's very yes. smart. That's very, yes. now I have, tell me how that works. Tell me how that works. You, I could be your student, you know? <laughs> Well, we've got um, free resources. So we've got the podcast. There's a lot of lessons there. Anybody can listen to that. So Africana Woman, all you have to do is look on your favorite podcast app and you will find it. We've got a blog on the Africana Woman website. Um, so just go to the website. You'll find the blog. There's a lot of um, topics. We talk about, you know, finding self, um, emotional intelligence, all sorts. So those are um, some of the things that you can tap into. And then when you now want to start talking to people, <laughs> I'd say the first entry is our book club. So we have the Africana Woman Book Club. And in the book club, we actually have both men and women. So it's an it's a fantastic space. We read one book a month and then we um, we have a book review at the end of the month. And for the most part, we've been reading a lot of um, African literature, which has been so fascinating because then you're able to see yourself in the stories, in the characters. I think, you know, when we were growing up, a lot of the stories, a lot of the books were all about other countries. But then when you can find literature that speaks to who you are, it's really fascinating. And the conversations are so, um, they're so, uh, what would I say, deep, uh, intellectual. And, you know, people, like, you know, when they say, like, you you go there in a conversation, like, the, our community really goes there. <laughs> then we have what is called the Africana Women Visionaries. And this is a paid membership. Um, and in the visionaries, what we do is we promote holistic wellness. 
um, a lot of times we tend to think about our, our wealth, our health um, in very compartmentalized ways, but we believe that everything is, um, everything is connected right so you know if you are not doing well in one area of your life most likely in another area it's going to get affected so we have um we have networking events we have weekly journal prompts we have um a master class every um a masterclass every month. We also host um, a virtual uh, co-working space, which is called the Vision Hour. And you can come in there to work on something that is your vision, because a lot of times we're working on other people's things. We're working on work and you know kids and family. But this is a time when you can focus on your dream and put in some work on that. Um, yeah, so, and then we also have our retreats. So we've got five retreats this year. The ones, um, like I mentioned, we're going to Morocco, Marrakesh, um, and then the other four will be in Zambia, but anybody from anywhere in the world can come and attend um, any of the retreats. So all you have to do is visit our website, africanawoman.com, and all of the information about the retreats is all there. This is incredible, and it's no joke, you know? It's no joke to do all that, you know. I have a good idea about, uh, well, I have a good idea about getting things done. And there's an African proverb that says, if you want to get things done, look for a busy person. And I think you're one of those busy people, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, when when is the retreat in Marrakesh, and what are some of the dates that uh, these retreats are happening, so that those who are watching who might be interested can actually participate? Yes, so the retreats are going to start in the second half of the year. Um, we are starting with the Worthy Walk, which is in July. And then the one to Marrakesh is on 17 to 22nd September. So it is six days, five nights. Um, we've got wonderful activities um, that we will do um, throughout our time there. But at each retreat, I think I always have to put a disclaimer that you know there's a difference between a retreat and a vacation so at a retreat you are coming to work on yourself so there's going to be um, meditations reflections the programs that will take you through the one in marrakesh um is it's um it's a framework that i call no and know is an acronym. Um, the first one is knowledge. So knowing who you are and whose you are. Um, N is nourish, always operate in obedience. W is weakness. Um, and then there's another one that, another retreat, which is in August, that's called reinvention, writing a new story. So, you know, if you're feeling that you are stuck things are just not moving um, and maybe at, you're at a, a transition in your life, then that is a great one for you as well. So that's just a few dates and information. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you uh, for those who are joining us for today's episode of the African Father in America or for those who are joining us for the first time. My name is Simon Javan Ukelo. I am the host of the a fear podcast and today i am truly honored to be hosting chulu chansa who is the founder of africa africana woman this is a movement it's a podcast it's a series of retreats it's a it's a transformative community especially for women so uh you know check them out uh, what's the website again uh, chulu 
it's africanawoman.com so after africa african add an a africanawoman.com excellent i have been joined here by my second born daughter so i am just telling her to settle in because i want her to to kind of see how this whole thing happens she's familiar with it but you know when she shows up she woke up so early it's 6 30 in the morning so uh, anyhow it's always a privilege hosting beautiful ladies you know on the show and also behind the scene <laughs> anyhow i'm just so excited for you chulu uh you know again for those who are joining us we've talked about today's proverb uh, which is from the ashanti community it says that if you are in hiding don't light a fire you know if you are not ready for an opportunity um you know just don't share it out there yet you know if you're not ready to deal with the work that is required uh for you to even go to marrakesh you know if you're not ready to find a way to buy your ticket if you're not ready to invest in a community uh like the one that chulu is building you know uh do not light that fire you know but prepare you know prepare because everybody's dream is valid you know so wherever you are in hiding just get ready for that moment where you'll jump out and do your thing you know uh that's what i'm learning today that's what i'm gathering today but because i'm hosting another podcaster i have so many questions i wanted to ask you to share with us just respond uh, tell me how did i do how did i do today as uh, your 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 host uh, because you host many people on your show but then what is it that i never asked you that you want to talk about Mm. So I think you have been such a lovely and gracious host. Um you know just from the beginning um behind the scenes before we even clicked the record button explaining everything the expectations. I always think you know when somebody is coming in um you know even the emails that come before that really sets the tone for how the podcast will go and I've loved every bit of this conversation. Um And then what have you not asked? Well, that's an interesting one. I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel like um I don't know. I feel like I've I've pretty much said a uh, a lot of information. Uh I guess maybe uh maybe some background into the podcast tour. Maybe that's what you haven't asked. Tell us about it. Tell us about it, please. <laughs> okay. So, um I'm so the Africana Woman podcast is going on tour in Zambia. And this is the first of its kind in Zambia. So that's first of all that's exciting. Um we're going to three cities. We will be in Lusaka, in Kabwe and in Kitwe, so three different provinces. and we are bringing the conversations that we have on the podcast to a live audience and we want to have candid conversations um in each of the cities we've got three guests 
who uh, I'm going to interview, but we want it to be as interactive as possible. So there's going to be a lot of networking. There's going to be a lot of, um, you know, meeting new people, having these deep conversations. Um, so it's going to be a fantastic time. Again, all of the details for that are on the website, africanawoman.com. But I'm very excited because this is the first time that I'm doing it. Um, so it's all very new to me. <laughs> it's beautiful it's beautiful i think you know if you're willing to be a podcaster you're willing to be a risk taker you know and uh i think what you're doing with the tour is now engaging with your listeners but also cultivating new listeners you know it's like uh i don't know if you guys have uh radio shows in zambia that from season to season they go on tour so that they engage with their listeners and they have these tracks that have been branded with the radio station they have the radio presenters on the road show and they do music concerts along the way and you know these create a lot of engagement with the radio stations you know and the radio stations end up getting sponsors you know so my yeah. prayer for you is that your your podcast gets sponsorship to do more tours to uh, to grow and to thrive so congratulations congratulations yeah yeah so uh, again, to everyone who is joining us, this is going to be, uh, you know, part of the end of our conversation today. But I want to ask you to do a couple of things for me. Number one, I want you to uh, join us for the Madaraka Festival. Uh, this is an amazing festival. This is the only African festival that has been going on consistently here in the African diaspora uh, Next year will be 10 years. You know, this is the ninth year of the Mararaka Festival. And, you know, we have, we have uh, Freddie Mooks, who is uh, uh, the chair of the Grammy Academy. He's from Cameroon. He's DJing this festival. We have DJ Black from Kenya, who has been here in the diaspora for a while. DJ Afrisha, uh, who is uh, from the African-American community and is amazing. He's going to join us. Oh, and the... Uh, you know, the incredible DJ Poison Ivy, uh, who is originally from Kenya, but is, you know, she DJs for the Dallas Mavericks and uh, she's been DJ, she's even DJs at uh, the Super Bowl, you know, um, and, uh, you know, she's just so incredibly talented. DJ Les Cardens, who is uh, uh, part of the KEXP radio station here in Seattle. And of course, we have One Vibe Band that consists of some of the most talented African uh, immigrant musicians here in the Pacific Northwest. We have Tacoma Refugee Choir, you know, uh, who are amazing. They are going to be doing a show uh, as part of the Mararaka Festival. Then we have Anthony Cole from Trinidad and Tobago. Um, and it's just an, uh, an amazing, amazing lineup. Of course, we have Dres from Zimbabwe. Kinkaka from Kenya, Eddie Kenzo, and Saudi Soul are headlining this year's show. So join us, go to madarakafestival.com, and be a part of this historic moment. Chulu, as an event organizer, what do you think of this show? Oh my goodness. First of all, the lineup is just gold. How exciting. Like, I cannot wait for the day that I'll be able to see Saudi Soul live myself. So that's very exciting. And I think it's just lovely to um, bring Africa 
to the US and you know you get a taste of home for the Africans who are there and then for people who are not um, you know familiar with our culture you also get a taste of you know how we vibe the music we love and you know how we party <laughs> so it will be a good good time thank you thank you so much yeah I can't wait and I just want to thank uh, my team that is making the Madaraka festival possible I want to thank all the sponsors, you know, the partners, uh, you know, our, our PR partners, uh, Momentum, um, you know, I just want to thank you all so much. And also the One Vibe Media team that is making this podcast possible, uh, Stella, Lavenda, Steve, Martin, uh, you know, Harold, all of you are deeply, deeply appreciated. And this is now the end of our time together today. Chulu, I hope I'll have you on the show again. And uh, I just congratulate you on all your amazing accomplishments and keep up the good work whenever you want to get to Kenya, you want to get to the U.S., just, you know, I'm an email away. <laughs> thank you. Thank you Excellent. so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Blessings. African father in America. You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokelo, live from Seattle, Washington.